Hey everybody, we're late to the party, but Mortal Kombat's 25th anniversary recently, and this is our 25th episode. So we'd be a pretty bad podcast if we decide to not talk about this. Uh, hi everybody, I'm Connor Cabal McGraw. Uh, I'm, <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm Hunter Moloch Davenport. I'm Alan Ermac Muir. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Moloch. What a stupid character. What the fuck was Moloch again? Hold on, I'll show you a picture, but he's like this, like, he's a demon? He's the stupid fucking Oni, isn't he? I think so. He has like a, he has like a mace for a hand. Oh, never mind, don't show me him. That's for my least favorite Mortal Kombat game. No, I'll show you. No, don't, I know you're, he's the guy with the dumb mask and the hammer fist, I know. Yeah, so dumb. It's not as dumb as meat, though. Meat, well, meat, meat's kind of cool, though. Okay, look, alright, that's actually, that's not true. Um, that's not as bad as mocap, who is also not not as bad as striker. What what the fuck even is mocap? I don't understand. He's a guy in a mocap setup. I don't I don't understand why that's funny though. Like, it's oh, Mortal Kombat being Mortal Kombat is what it is. It's I, I'm a mocap um, guy. The way my Doritos. This reminds I me stopped. of the uh, right. how they ultimately ended uh, Secret Empire. With the cat with an inhuman name Barf. 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 The character from the uh, um, Spaceballs. No. Barf. Barf. No, no, it was an inhuman who could barf anything he anything he he saw, but it had to be that's altruistic. The, that's the dumbest power I've ever heard. It is pretty fucking And we stupid. live in a universe where Squirrel Girl is a thing, okay? Squirrel Girl's cool, though. Um, not to, like, shit on someone's artwork and thus shit on someone's appearance, but I don't know who's drawing her for that fucking comic line she's got right now, but they need to stop. Yeah, they, they, oh, I mean, I don't know. Has her looking exactly like a squirrel? Yes. And it's, it's hideous. <laughs> um, I hate it. It's bad looking. Anyway, um... Yeah, Mortal Kombat is fucking 25, and that makes me feel ancient. That means the first game came out when I was five years old, which means that both of you weren't born yet. Uh, yeah, right. Never mind. <laughs> I fucking... I remember when I had... I had the, um... What version did I have? I didn't have the Nintendo 64 version. I think it's something like that. Mortal Kombat Trilogy? Yeah. Trilogy is a busted fucking game. Yeah, it's dumb. It's real bad. It's really bad. Um, it's it. It's the game that just doesn't give a fuck. It's like, all right, here you go. Here's every fucking character ever. It's not like it matters. Here's one button fatalities. We don't care anymore. I remember playing as, uh, the first one on Super Nintendo. Uh, then playing uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 on Xbox Live Arcade. That must have been a jarring... Wait, wait whoa, what? <laughs> Um, it's playing the first one on SNES is like it's like it's a fun fighting game, but it's the most sterile Mortal Kombat ever. Yeah, it's very. Ooh. This was at a time when Nintendo was afraid to do anything edgy, so all the blood in Mortal Kombat that you've all come to know and love. Speaking speaking of that, I learned that there is a Super Nintendo version of Wolfenstein 3D, and part. Yes, there's no there's no Nazi symbols, there's no blood, 
and all the dogs are replaced with giant rats, which is very <laughs> weird. <laughs> this is a real thing, by the way. I'm not making what this is up. The, what is the difference between shooting a dog and shooting a rat? Uh, kids have dogs. Not, Literally nothing. Rats. Kids yeah, also have rats. Yeah, but Nintendo doesn't care about that. My brother, my brother had two rats. They don't. They don't care. They're just. They were like. Were they radical rats? They're ra- real cool radical wrecks. Leave the show. Both. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this by myself from now on. <laughs> hey guys, do you want to play Alfred Chicken? Oh no, Alfred Chicken! Oh god, I'm talking about Mortal Kombat today. <laughs> Dude, you know, okay. Well, like, um, I think the the one I remember the most that like sticks with me is uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. It has that cool fucking story mode. The, the story you're, mode that where you're being that directly leads us into the new franchise. Like, it's like actually not even new franchise. It just like it it no, it the... ended the series and then it began the series again. I mean... It, I, I will say some of the characters are fucking stupid, like Mowak. But, like... Uh, Mowak, that, that list of... I mean, I'm not a big fan of fucking Taven. <laughs> or, or, um, or, about... or fucking Shujinko is the worst. What about Aaron Black? Aaron Black is cool as shit, okay? <laughs> Aaron Black is the fucking coolest. Like, he's the best character they've done in a while. Uh, I do like Kotal Khan's design, though. I Kotal like Khan him. is a badass. Yeah. Like, they, they, they went from traditionally, like, kind of Chinese and Japanese designs for all the characters, like the the really exotic ones, to, like, fuck it. He's a fucking Aztec. Well, because it's like, they should just be warriors. They don't have to be, like, yeah. kung fu people. Like, they, they should just be warriors from, like, all around. Like, uh, they, they made a cool cowboy man, a bug lady. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Cowboy man, yeah, he's cool. Aaron Black's the best. Uh, he, isn't he an undead, like basically undead Jonah Hex? He he doesn't age. Or the rules of the rules of death and undeath in Mortal Kombat are very strange. Yeah, he like because Scorpion Scorpion is technically undead, even though in he's a Mortal Kombat X, yeah, he's a, he's like a wraith. Yeah, yeah, because in Mortal Kombat. What was it, nine he was? Is it over the course of, or between nine and ten that he's cured? No, it's in ten that he's cured, I believe. My, my, my all-time, like, favorite, like, thing in Mortal Kombat is in Mortal Kombat 9, where they're, like, they keep telling Scorpion not to kill Sub-Zero, and he comes back with his, when he comes back with his skull. with his skull that just turns to ash. And he my just has a sad puppy dog face. My favorite thing about Mortal Kombat 9 is how much of an idiot Raiden is the entire story mode. Yeah, he's... Because he's shown the future and he's like, wait, we've got to change this. And then he changes it for the worse every <laughs> single time. Well, let's do the opposite he is of the, what He's the worst time traveler ever. He's awful. He's worse than Barry Allen. I mean, at least Barry Allen went back and fixed it. He just was kind of like... Mm. Yeah, like, Raiden fucks up the entire Mortal Kombat timeline. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of shrugs. goddamn thing about it. He just shrugs. It's like, oh well. Oh, and oh, Scorpion kind of fucks things up, fucks up the chance to, to get things back to normal. Oh, I killed him. Like, I think the fun, the, like, the, 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 the good thing about Mortal Kombat is that there's, there's a lot of, like, Unintentional humor. 
and it. <laughs> oh, Mortal Kombat is the silliest thing that's that looks to be the most serious on paper. Yeah, it it's it's super dumb. It's 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 ridiculous. dumb like it's it's not dumb like it's insultingly dumb like it lacks it doesn't it doesn't lack intelligence. It's very witty, um, and it's very creative. But it's just it's it's tongue in cheek and silly as as all hell. It's there's no it's shamelessly silly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unapologetically out of this world, like and ridiculous. Like, because you'll have a character that's like Scorpion, whose family was murdered by Quan Chi, and then he swore revenge from beyond death. And then you have, like, Bo Raicho, the trainer of Liu Kang. He farts. <laughs> like, he literally farts and barfs. He farts and barfs, and then there's a guy in a mocap suit. Wait, and there's a guy in a mocap suit. Bo Here's Rai a guy Chow. with no skin. Wee! Bo Raicho is, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't he also burp acid? Yes. Yeah. God. And then they brought him back from Mortal Kombat X and somehow made him good. Um, I was kind of hoping he would die. I really hate Bo Raicho. <laughs> um, I, I, even though it's my least favorite Mortal Kombat game, and I'm saying this while mythologies and special forces exist, um, I, th- I hate Deadly Alliance, and the only thing I like about it is in the first five minutes, Liu Kang is killed. Yeah, that's what I don't like. I, I, I like fucking Luke hate Liu Kang. I love him. I like, I like zombie Liu Kang. Zombie Liu Kang is the coolest thing they've ever done with that character. In the intro to Armageddon. Oh my god, when he... I can't remember who it is that kicks him. But like, they kick him, and his head spins all the way around, and then he spins his body to adjust the fact that his head has now spun around. Yeah, it's real dumb. And then he fucking whips his hook chains back. Why does he have hook chains? Uh, because he's a zombie. Yeah, it, it makes no sense, but I don't care, I love it. Um, he's a zombie. And they aren't even his weapon, he just pulls out nunchucks. I'm like, he has... He's got hooks. <laughs> I think, like, like again, the characters are stupid, but, like, I think Cabal might be the coolest fucking character Oh, I ever. love Cabal. Cabal is really awesome. Like, he, he's, like, this dude who has super speed and, like, has sweet hook blades. Like. Why he has super speed is still beyond me. Yeah, I don't understand that, but it's I love the fact that, like, cool. it, there's no... Everybody in Mortal Kombat who is relevant is essentially a superhuman. Yep. Like, Liu Kang isn't special, but Liu Kang, however, Liu Kang can be killed by a bullet, but at the same time, Liu Kang can blast a hole in your chest with a fireball that looks like a dragon. He also can turn into a dragon. He can also turn... <laughs> Which seems like the most overcut power we bullshit did see ever. This game, we, did see this, we did say these games are silly. And they kind of... They 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 that and Night Trap and and some other games were responsible for the SRB. Yeah, the first Mortal Kombat uh, and all of its bloody glory on other consoles were responsible. Well, uh, this was directly responsible for the creation of the SRB, was it not? Yes. No, no, no Night Trap was also. Well, oh, yeah. Night Trap caused some waves, but this was because it was on a Nintendo console. I think this is what really kind of pushed it forward. I think. Uh, Mortal Kombat being as ridiculous as it is kind of elevates it in this weird way. Like, like yeah, if it wasn't for Mortal Kombat, we wouldn't have the SRB or, like, there'd be fighting games that don't exist right now because of Mortal Kombat. Oh, my God. I mean, we could spend several episodes talking about the Mortal Kombat ripoffs that came out after this. Yeah, and, like, None of them really stay. And none of them are good. Absolutely none of them are good. 
like, and that's an app. That's that's a. I'm sticking to that statement. None of them are good. Can except I? Killer Inst- can I? Killer Instinct isn't really a Mortal Kombat though. Or oh, Death boy. Cargo. Um, what are you guys' feelings on the Mortal Kombat movie? It's great. What do you? I think it's it's good. I think it's it's, it's, it's awesome. Like I'm not it's, it's, crazy about it because like I don't think like as much as I like Mortal Kombat, but I'm not a super fan. You know what I mean? Like when I when I, the first time I saw it, I was a young. Of course you were. That's when you were Alan <laughs> Junior wearing the tiniest it, of short pants. When it, when it came out, you were a young, and it came out in '95. I was I was the, I was born that year. So. <laughs> God damn it! I'm I, my soda. I uh, I was terrified of Goro. I mean, he is. There's something kind of freaky about him. <laughs> oh, it's because he's practical and it's it's something tangible you can touch. Yeah, he's kind of creepy. Like, like I, that, I I had nightmares that he was gonna eat me. That movie is that that movie is widely considered to be like the most successful, um, and I think well accepted video game movie ever. And it's it's ironic because of who directed and wrote it. Yeah, it's ironic because the same guy who made that one would go on to make arguably the worst series of video game movies ever. ever. No, well, Uba Bowl is a thing, but he didn't make seven House of the Dead movies. Fucking A. Can you imagine living in a world where Uba Bowl made more than one House of the Dead? Oh, oh, oh. He made a Far Cry movie. That I, I still have never seen. It's not great. I... I all I know is that it stars um, uh, Hugo Strieglitz from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I'm yeah. gonna put that name, but I think it's it's Stieglitz or Strieglitz. I can't remember. Thank, thank God the Russian mafia made a Far Cry movie. <laughs> did did they? Oh, you don't, you don't know that about you, Bull? No. He's funded by like a moth, like the mafia. I know. Well, no, well, basically, I learned his money. His movies were profitable because he found some kind of tax loophole in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. He didn't. He, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. He claimed that he, that he, they were funded by Nazi gold. Yeah, and he makes that joke in Postal, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Which I hear is like his only okay movie. I'm pretty sure his movies are funded by the Russian Mafia, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I, that's the story we're going to stick with, just like the fact that I'm sure... It, have you heard the story about Tommy Wiseau's funding for The Room? Yeah. No, that's spent, true, though. That's spent, definitely true. He spent $6 million in that movie. <laughs> Where did he that's get it? That's, that's the thing. No one really knows. I, like, and I people think... are like, what the... People are like, what the fuck do you mean you spent $6 million in this movie? He's like, where'd you get it? He's like, don't worry about it. He's he's probably a front for some kind of money laundering scheme. Honestly, <laughs> I did not steal the money. I did not. I did not. I am oh, just hi. a front. Oh hi, agent. I just spend. I just spend the money. <laughs> I play more. I play more to combat too. You are tearing me apart, government. <laughs> anyway, Tommy Wiseau would be an excellent Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> Actually, not as, not as a character. Can you imagine him being the the guy who pops up in the corner and says "toasty"? I just, I'm, just imagining him, his, I'm just imagining his projectile being like the football. 
We, we play he, football in our suits. And then he wins, and he's like, he's like, oh, come on, don't be chicken. Cheep, 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 cheep. Yeah. Man. He pops over the corner and goes, toasty. We must find com- Kamedogu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I woke up the Elder Dragon. <laughs> oh, Naga. <laughs> God. Oh hi. oh, hi, Naga. How's your sex life? Oh, hi. This episode's not about the room. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, that's actually an interesting thing to think about, is, like, the guest characters in in Mortal I, Kombat are... The Mortal games and the Injustice games, because it's the same team. I'm pretty sure it's basically... This, it's more or less... Same, Ed, I mean, it's Ed Boon. Tobias is no longer with the company, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Tobias has been out since... Uh, A while. What is he doing right now? Do you have his own I don't company? know. He is no longer... I don't think he's making games anymore. Aww. That's weird, because, like, his name is is forever ingrained in Mortal Kombat culture. Noob Saibot is named after Boone and Tobias. After they had that falling out, the only thing he... he the only thing... The, the closest he got to Mortal Kombat again was... Or DC... Or being anything game development. Because he funded, founded a company called... Um, I for, I for, I'm blanking on the name of it, but he they made uh, the WWE 20, WrestleMania 21 game. Oh, oh, oh. They made. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> he made a Mortal Kombat ripoff on game for the for the Xbox. Mm. Tao Fang, that was, was the name of the game. You took the words right in my mouth. Tao Fang <laughs> Fist of Lotus. And I'm remembering this from because I saw a bunch of G4 stuff on it. I just I, think I remember I remember Tao Fang, and I also think I remember that people did talk about before the WrestleMania 21 game came out, like, oh, it's got one of the Mortal Kombat devs, and everyone was like, oh, and the game came out, and everyone was like, oh, this is shit. Yeah. Why? Why did we all like this? What? Why did we all buy this? I bought that game. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't buy it, but I played it at a friend's house, and I fucking regret it every second of it. Uh, yeah, some say you regret it to this day. Um, uh, no, because I bought both Legends of Wrestling games. So. Why would you do that? Those games are good. <laughs> no, no, they're not. No, oh, no, no. no. Not. I, was thinking, I was thinking of Day of Reckoning. Day of Reckoning is great. Yeah. No. Day of, Re- Day of Reckoning is great because, well, here's, okay, WrestleMania 19, Day of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning 2 are great, and here's why. You can make, down to the finest detail, Jason Voorhees, and then have him <laughs> choke slam Vince McMahon's employees off of tall structures and murder them. I love this. I love everything about this. And then you can take Brock Lesnar into a parking lot with Jason Voorhees and give him a rock bottom on top of a limousine and watch it explode. I, I love everything about it's this. It's the best. Wait, Wait have, have you yet? not seen WrestleMania 19? I've, yes, I have. I've played it. Okay. Have you not seen I, the, the WrestleMania? I, uh, I beat it. <laughs> It's an interesting game. Is that the game where where they were playing as Gold Dust and yeah. they were like fighting construction workers? Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, um. I remember playing. I had no idea. I still have to this day have no idea how the actually like progressed through in through the um the mall one or the mall quest. I remember being that fairly easily. Um. But anyway. Uh. It sucks that Tobias is no longer kind of part of that thing because, like I said, his 
his last name is forever ingrained in the Mortal Kombat culture. Uh, although I do believe that took a, like, his... When they paired up Noob and Smoke, like, I think that was their shortcut of kind of Xing him out of the equation. Noob Cybots. Yeah. Which is the, the silliest thing. It's, yeah, I mean, it is fucking dumb. We should probably just sit there and take a minute and talk about all the characters, like, the weird characters that have popped up through, um, Urban Legend and, uh, fan depictions and glitches. I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this at all, or if I just, this was just something locally I heard. Was Marcus Phoenix supposed to be in Mortal Kombat 9? Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I heard rumors about that, but I don't think anything I ever mean, came out of it. I mean, him and Dom were in Lost Planet 3. Or Lost Planet 2. <laughs> that still makes you laugh. <laughs> they were in a game that nobody fucking played. Yeah. Lost Planet's great, but wow, does no one care. <laughs> I loved um, Lost Planet 1 up until the final boss. Yeah. But anyways, uh, like... Uh, there's mocap. No, not mocap. Well, let's let's, uh, let's go. Let's let's trace back in the beginning because Reptile was basically the first. Mm-hmm. So Mortal Kombat One's roster was Sonya, Kano, Raiden, Sub Zero, Scorpion, Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and that's it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It, it was rather. It was a small. It was, it's a tiny. It's a tiny roster compared to even the next game. Um, and I believe every yeah, now and then, um, like a Johnny Cage, Kano, Liu Kang, Raiden. Scorpion, Sonya Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang Tsung, and Reptile. Yeah. Well, Goro and Shang Tsung were not playable unless you had a Game Shark, I believe. Yeah. A game... No, not Game Shark. A Game Genie, because Game Shark wasn't around then. Um, and then for in Mortal Kombat 2, is Braca, Jade, Jax, Kintaro... Oh, what's, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. We're, we're, that's, we'll, we'll be here all night to list every character who's been in every game. Um, we're just talking about the, um, the, the secret ones at the moment there. Um, yeah. Because Reptile goes from guest character, secret character, to playable character in the second game. But he pops up in the first game every now and then if you do kind of a certain set of... Uh, it's it's like if you achieve a certain number of goals, he appears and says like, hey, if you get another, another double flawless round without blocking, you fight me. And like he didn't have an identity back then. He was just... Oh my god. throw mish together. This make, I, I'm not surprised. But, wait, what? Remember, okay, uh, before the show, listeners, I was asking about a character named Tremor? Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea who was introduced in Special Forces. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) He is the only new character in that game. Yeah, that game is... Oh, we'll get there. We'll get get there. We're not even... We're only twenty minutes in. Trust me, we'll I feel get there. Gross right now. Um. So reptiles first. The second game, I believe, is where Noob Cybot appears, and Smoke. That is yeah. where Noob Cybot and Smoke come from. Um, and both similar. They work similar to uh, Reptile in the first game, where if you achieve certain number of goals or anything while doing the arcade mode, they appeared. You fought them. You couldn't unlock them, but you fought them. Ah, wait, no, you could play as Smoke. Could you not? Yeah, you can play Smoke. Yeah, you can. Um, I don't remember how, but Smoke was basically had, I think, he had Scorpion's moveset, but he was on, he was on fire. That's, I mean, he wasn't on fire, he literally smoked. Yeah, I remember, I remember playing as him, so I might be wrong, but... But in, in in Mortal Kombat 1, Reptile has Sub-Zero and Scorpion's movesets meshed together. Uh, and then three... Remember Hornbuckle? 
Hornbuckle Ooh. is the asshole in the background of the pit level who's on fire, is he not? I think so. Yeah. Fuck that guy. In Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Fuck um that guy. <laughs> I do love they um they expanded on that in Mortal Kombat 9 where if you play the pit level, I think it's like um Serena and uh Taven's brother are fighting in the pit behind you. And Serena, for those who are not aware, is from Mortal Kombat Mythologies, which is even though I don't like Deadly Alliance, it's arguably probably the worst. Mortal- no, well, I mean Special Forces is definitely the worst Mortal Kombat branded game. But it's- you know what? Fuck it. Let's start talking mythologies. <laughs> God. Who here, here actually played it? No, but I've seen videos. Of like, okay, let me explain this to you. It is a 2D platform fighting game. Okay, it's like it's a brawler essentially. However, um. The combat is the most brain-dead, uh, backwards thing I've ever seen. There is a turn button. If someone jumps behind you, you don't turn and face them automatically. Your back is to them unless you press the turn button. Gotta hit that turn button, that quick turn, yo. Yes. It yeah, is that I remember silliest seeing, fucking thing. I remember uh, watching a Super Best Friends like best of like best of like 2013, and it was. Pat playing the game, like climbing up the chain, and then just falling down and just screaming in agony. Yep. <laughs> and the funny thing about Welcome at X, like Serena's, how Serena is in it, you know who voices her? Was it the actress who played her in Mythologies? No. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, uh, what's her name from The Future Mrs. West? Uh, what? Cecile. Iris? Cecile? Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> she, I've never heard of this woman before until this show, and apparently she's been kind of in lots of shit I like. Yeah, and uh, the thing, and also, she's only 43 years old, so, uh... Oh my god, she looks magnificent. Anyway, um... The guest characters, though, I think we got... By the time we get to three, it is... I don't think three had any secret characters, did it? I don't think so. Um, let me do a quick... I know Robot Smoke um, was a big deal. I, love, I love, love how Mortal Kombat, like, sometimes they're just like, uh, we gotta put secret characters here, what do we do? Uh, robot? <laughs> robot Smoke? Well, I mean, oh, I'm sorry, Jade was also a secret character in Mortal Kombat 2. Um, Mortal Kombat 3 has Camille Cybot and Smoke. No, we're not, uh, not yet. Um, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 has Human Smoke, Classic Sub Zero, Melina, Ermac, Noob Cybot, Rain. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Trilogy has Chameleon, Chameleon, <laughs> with a K, Motaro, uh, Human Smoke. It, oh, okay. Motaro's the Minotaur, right? Yes. So fucking dumb. Remember, <laughs> he's a centaur. Remember, Whatever. Remember Nightwolf? Nightwolf. Oh my god. Nightwolf. Nightwolf was really terrible. But yeah, but the, like all these characters kind of had... You had to do something kind of cool to get to them. Um, and it also kind of continued the trend, which no longer happens now, but thankfully because of like, you know, advancements in game hardware and stuff like that. But like, palette swapping was basically how the developers would pad out the roster... 
and make more characters, but give them different moves, and it still felt like different characters altogether. Yeah. Except um, they, had, they wore the same costume, just different colors, and no yes, one questioned it. Literally swapped the colors out. Like I think it, even Jade is just Katana, and they turned her skin brown and turned her outfit. God, uh, do green. I not care about Jade? <laughs> I I like I try. I don't. I don't care. Oh, uh, Daniel or Danielle Nicolette also voices Jackie Briggs in X. Okay. And Cold Con is voiced by fucking Phil Lamar. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that, but just by hearing it. Um, so by the time we get to four, our secret characters, this is where we get real stupid. Um, Meat was initially appearing as a model glitch. Uh, Meat serves as the model used for characters who are skinned alive from fatalities. Um, Reptile was a secret character in the Game Boy version. <laughs> Um, Noob Cybot was a secret character in 4 Then we get to Gold Where Sector and Noob Cybot are secret characters Goro is also uh, Deadly Lions had Mocap And Blaze Deception had Liu Kang As a zombie Shaolin Monks had Ermac, Kano, and Melina And if you beat the game uh, You could play as Scorpion Sub-Zero Which was awesome um, Eleven didn't have any real secret character Except for classic versions of characters we know yeah, Kratos well, that was like a DLC thing. And Freddy. Again, it's DLC. So, uh, who's Johnny Young Bosch? Why does that name sound familiar to me? Oh, he was the uh, the second Black Power Ranger. What about him? Uh, he plays, or he's voiced by, he voices Kung Jin. Kung Lao's younger cousin. Uh, he's the archer. That, None of that means anything to me. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat X. Oh, 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 oh. I I forgot his fucking name. Kung Jin's awesome. I it's honestly I the, the new the 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 roster of new characters in X I, like a lot of them are cool, a lot of them I'm like meh. Like Takeda is the fucking coolest. Uh, I like Kenshi. I'm more of a Kenshi guy. I think Kenshi's one of the coolest new characters they've introduced in the series. Um, and he was introduced in Deadly Alliance, I believe. Was he correct? Yep. Yeah, during the PS2 era. Well, the, okay, the PS2 era is really weird because the PS2 era feels like with Deadly Alliance, they slowed everything the fuck down. Yeah. Because they had to make you... It was Everybody had two fighting styles and a weapon, I believe. Um, and then, like... The combos became less about, like, kind of, they're, you know, less about, um, like, the running combos. And more between, like, switching styles on the fly to string these fighting styles together. And it's kind of super convoluted, and I don't think it's aged very well. Um, and it doesn't feel as visceral, and it feels a little too complex. Like, it felt like I was playing Tekken. Yeah, it, I don't know. It does, doesn't work as well. World Combat in 3D is not exactly, like... When I say in 3D as in the 3D environment, um, it doesn't work quite as well as you'd like it to. Except Deception. Deception and Armageddon, I think, are fantastic games. <sighs> I think Deception is probably the best of the three games that were released on PS2. Excluding Shaolin Monks, because that's more of a brawler than a fighting game. Shaolin Monks, for those who haven't played it, is God of War, except you play as Liu Kang and Kung Lao, 
and you play through the events of Mortal Kombat 2, and it rocks. And it's full of cool secrets. It is so fucking cool. And you mentioned Jade before, and you fight Kitana, Melina, and Jade at the same time. Um, and you murder the ever-living shit out of Jade at the end of that fight. Okay, I found out where uh, John Tobias is. Where's he? He's working at Burger King. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, oh my God. Uh, well, his studio was Studio Gigante, which I'm not surprised. Ooh, ouch. Uh, he is a. He now works as a consultant in the in the industry. So he's in that John Romero. Oh, zone. that's the place. That's where you, get, you don't want to be there. And it said, "I'm on the and on the Wikipedia on his Wikipedia page." As of tw- September 2012, he is employed by the social game studio Zynga. What? Ooh, that's depressing. Oh, my! How the mighty have fallen. That and is he, very depressing. He he was there before Matrix. I would say, isn't Zynga like kind of? Isn't there some controversy attached to them? Yes, because they suck. Yeah, like aren't they super scammy? Yep. That sucks. Dude was part of like a gaming dynasty and now he works for fucking Zynga. Um but I, I like Deception. Well the, um there's I, well I just want to say one more thing. Hmm. In the making of documentaries for Deadly Alliance and Deception, he is not even mentioned. <coughs> That's weird. And if he was mentioned, I'm sure he was edited out. I will say, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, because that's among the goodies that you can discover, because once they... The Crypt is probably one of the coolest additions to the Mortal Kombat series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an interactive, unlockable series of vaults that give you anything from music from the levels to concept art to, uh, like, rendering videos to, like, voice tests to... Unlockable characters, uh, fatality instructions, and alternate skins. Like, I think Deception has, like, 700 unlockable items or some shit like that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. It, it, adds, the, crazy. it, it adds so much meat to the game, and also because, like, you earn currents for fighting, and it's not like this bullshit now where it's, like, pay to win. Um, which, by the way, I turned on Injustice yesterday, and, like, I magically don't remember spending any money on this because I don't have a debit card right now. I just magically had 10,000 more source crystals and I don't know where they came from. I'm afraid to uh, install it because every time I go into, every time I see a Facebook post from Mark Root, he says it's broken again. Uh, it isn't. And it's it hasn't broken. been for a while. Have you? Wh- I'm okay. sorry. Can we talk what? about Ninja Turtles? <laughs> Since we're, since we're talking about injustice, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about this because we didn't get to talk about it yesterday. This, why are people mad? Why at the end? Like you wouldn't think that people are mad. People are pissed, and not like not. It's not a lot of people, but it's enough people. And I, I have now. <laughs> there's visual evidence of me calling one out on Twitter. <laughs> or. <laughs> Some dude is like, I'm pretty mad about this. I spent $100 in this game for a DC game. Well, first of all, that's your fucking fault. First of all, I also paid $100 in this game. And to that, I'd say, shut the fuck up, you petulant child, which is exactly what I said to him on Twitter. Um, Guess guess what? Ninja Turtles are fucking rad. And, like, I was met with... My uh, friend of mine was like, I I don't know, I'm just confused. Why? 
Why are you confused? What? So like, why? Why is? It, and it, it got into a whole big conversation about like why this rather than that. I was like, wh- why? Huh? What? what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I like? Ninja that, Turtles. I like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I like I like the turtles too. But in the Phantom Zone, when I, when I think it was John Siler who or I think there were numerous posts about that. And everyone was acting all cool. No one, no, there's no hate. Yeah, like everyone was like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah. There's no gameplay, so we have no idea how they work. But yeah. like, they did say the, the thing they did make sure to mention in the trailer was we fight as a team. I'm like, do you play as one turtle and they just swap out? Like, that's I think that's or does it work as like premiere skins and like you just pick a turtle? I'm okay um, with either. Honestly. I'm okay with either. Or, I have a feeling it'll be the premiere skins because. If you notice, each pack, ha- each pa- like pa- DLC pack has at least has about three playable characters. Yeah, yeah, but they still at have the least, gear. At least three, and then like they have the gear too. So I don't know how Premier Skin's gonna work for that. Ooh, yeah, how are the gear gonna work for the turtles? But I mean, unless they're just like fuck it, it's four separate characters. But I mean, in one, I don't even know how that works. To be honest, I, I think it. That- I think you can switch between them. I think that's the best bet. Yeah, and um, I think their 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 super will be all of them together. Oh god, that'd be awesome! But like, well, yeah, like, I, look what happened with Raiden. We got Raiden and Black Lightning, and even though they both play the same, when you play as one of the other, it still feels like they're their own character because they have their own voice lines. Am I allowed? To, am I allowed to be mad that um, no Static wasn't in the game? No, you're no. not allowed to be bad. Like, you're not allowed to be bad. <laughs> Look, like, I feel like... Because he was scrapped. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers and DC have since moved on from Static Shock, it seems. And nobody else has. I think it's time we all let go. It, I think it's time we all... Like, it's almost like me saying, like, oh, no, Hunter's Almond's going to come back. Hunter's Almond's going to come back totally in the new Flash run, and I, I'm pretty sure he's not. He's not coming back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's gone forever. He's well, not, he's... There's a reason people don't want to move on from Static. It's... Is it the same reason none of y'all want to move on from Firefly? No. <laughs> I had to take my dig. What's the reason? It's it's pretty much the legacy of Milestone. But I... look, Milestone is long dead. No, they it's coming back. Yeah, you know, okay, you say that. Well, it's not I'm, coming back. It's not coming I'm, back like it was, Alan. You don't know what Milestone Mil- is? It's I don't an, think it was I do. an imprint. It was an imprint of DC. What? Yeah. This must have been when I was not reading comics. No, this was in the early nineties. Yeah, it was. This was when I was not reading comics, <laughs> or at least that's when I was a child and didn't know what the fuck was happening. Like I was young at the time. I was what early nineties. I was born in eighty six, so I was your your age. Less than ten years old. I was not your age. Fuck you. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was less than 10, and my concept of reading comic books was like, bring me a Spider-Man comic or bring me a Batman comic, and I'll read the fuck out of it. I didn't care about companies back then. Uh, I, I, Alan, I get what you're saying. It's not coming back like it was. Here's, it, it's, 
They gave you Static Shock. He's just called Black Lightning now, okay? Like, it's... I, I hate to say it. Milestone's dead. It's gonna stay dead, even if it's... But I'm back. glad this got brought up because it's... The Turtles... Is a, it's a similar reaction to how people have been reacting to Mortal Kombat characters appearing in this in Injustice. To which I also have to say, shut the fuck up, you petulant children. Stop Who the fuck complaining. cares? It's... They're it's, guest characters. They're not even in the story. They're not. At all. You want to get mad like, about something? Get mad that Joker's in the fucking game, okay? Yeah, what the fuck? It's no reason to be there. First of all, and stop getting angry. Like, oh, where's my DC characters? This game has Atrocitus, Cheetah, Captain Cold, Swamp Thing. Thing. Or in this game. Shh, hush. Please Shut be the quiet. Fuck up. Like, like they, 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 they scratched your itch. Like, you're being greedy at this point. Um, Telephone gets weird. it. Wait, Killer no. Frost is n- no. oh, wasn't the first game. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say something controversial. I wish all the DLC characters were guest characters. Me too. Because I like to see Nathan what? Drake show up as Nathan Drake. No. No, no. No, <laughs> Wait, no I'm, I, did, I worded that poorly. I, I'd like to see... Nolan North, right? Nolan North show up dressed as Nathan Drake. No. I mean, the J- uh, Red Hood was a cool character addition. Um, yeah. But like, and, and Starfire is really cool, and I like the fact that there's more like DC characters being squeezed in. But like, there's at that point, there's no reason to complain. Like, you got Black Lightning, you yeah. got Starfire, you, you got Red Hood. Enchantress. Yeah, you like, got Enchantress. And the Atom. Shut up. <laughs> who Wait, fucking Ray cares? Or Ryan Choi? I'm pretty sure it's Ryan Choi. God damn it. What? Uh, first of all, Alan. I prefer Alan. Ray Palmer. I'm, I'm all, Ray Palmer's Alan. dead in the Injustice universe. So what are is, we? Um, so is uh, Korg. What are What are we yelling Korg. at? Right. What are we yelling about right now? Combos. <laughs> what? No. Combo games. What are we? What specifically? What are we yelling about? Biting the hand that feeds you. Is what we're yelling about. <laughs> and what are you doing right now? You're, you're biting the hand that feeds you. Oh <laughs> God damn it! They gave me this instead of that. Ah! We're lucky. First of all. Let's. I mean, we're, we're spiraling way off topic of Mortal Kombat, but it's still relevant because the same company and Injustice and Mortal Kombat are basically sister games at this point, oh, and same. they're and they're they're split off from when Mortal Kombat versus DC happened. Which, by the way, that still did happen. None of you dreamed it. Um, yeah, and we're getting a sequel probably. We're probably not probably. That's more. That's more than likely at this point. Um, especially with the teases that are in the game itself. Like Raiden walks into Superman and says, Raiden walks into Superman and says, like, Hey, this is canon. Like, <laughs> he walks up to Superman and says, I remember you being a fighter for justice back when we had to take on Dark Khan. I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Fucking why? Like, no! <laughs> why does that need to be canon? Oh, man. I'm like, that means Mortal Kombat DC happened in, one of, in the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's the uh, mini, the comic book mini that happened. Or the extra that was, that was John Tobias. Speaking oh. of injustice, uh, in that in that uh, in that trailer, there's a huge misdirect where with the with the cigarette, and then when he's walking down the street, and you think he's the question. Really? With Raphael is like walking down the street, and he looks like oh, the question. That's cool. Yeah, and the cigarette makes you think he's uh, John Constantine. I did appreciate the fact that they put Raphael in the fucking trench coat. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. 
Although, and when the sigh hits the ground, I was like, oh, fuck yes. Like, I do like their, their concepts for trailers for these characters, too, is like, they introduce a set of characters, and the next trailer is those characters getting beat up by the new characters. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Really awesome. Uh, back I, to... I, uh, yeah. Um, I, we, we were talking about Deception and the uh, the Crypt, mm-hmm. and um, all the rules, and you earn, I was going to say, you earn currency to get these stuff by various, like, game modes, and, like, the PS2 era was this very lucky time where Mortal Kombat was stuffed with, like, extra mini-games that were actually good. Like, uh, chess combat, and I mentioned where we started, I think it was either in Deception or it was in Armageddon, and it's fun. It's really fucking fun, and it operates just like a chessboard. You pick your characters, and they operate as, your, as you know, whatever pieces you have. And when, um, it, when and they, you, um, when one piece get topples another, don't, don't, don't they do their fatality? I think it's when you, when you win, when you get checkmate, you do the fatality, I think is what okay. it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you dominate a chessboard through a fighting game. And then they had puzzle combat, which is basically it's it's fucking Tetris or Dr. Mario or any one of those like line breaker games. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. And if you beat your opponent, they did a fatality on the other one. And it was like little chibi kind of size Mortal Kombat characters with very large heads. And they had a kart racing game. And Armageddon had a kart racing game that was really good. It's really fun. <laughs> I do love that game. Um. And that's how you kind of earn all these coins. You go and unlock all this stuff. And like, I do remember there was a, uh, it was a, it was a test video for Quan Chi's facial animations, and it was just this line of dialogue. And it's not for Quan Chi. It's like a developer going like, "Dogs lick me," and I don't know why. That's right. it. That is all he says, or something along those lines. Um, and after Deception was Armageddon, and Armageddon closes off the PS2 era and kind of put. Mortal Kombat to bed for a yep. while. Yep, until 9 came along and rebooted yeah. the whole thing. Well, remember because... when we did the uh, the Mortal Kombat versus DCU episode? Yeah. Or DC Combat. Uh, it was going to be more, it was it was going to be Mortal Kombat 9 if it proper. Yeah. And then they just And that, and that's why they... you see a lot of character designs from MK versus DC make the leap into 9 too. Mm. Um, Armageddon, Armageddon's gimmick was uh, create a fatality, which, depending on who you ask, is like really cool or really dumb. And I'm it's kind of on the really dumb. dumb. It's, it's on the dumb, dumb side because it strips every fighter of their identity. Yeah, it's pretty. Dumb. Instead of having a finisher that was unique to them, everybody had the same set of chainable moves that you could kind of string together to create some kind of like, you know, oddball finisher. But one, it wasn't that well executed. And um, it's kind of like at the they're they're kind of anticlimactic for the most yeah, part. Yeah, it's like if you don't know what you're doing, your creative fatality can end with like a punch to the nose, mm-hmm. and it's like fatality. No, it's not. I didn't kill the guy. No, he just he has it a broken also, nose. It also had it's the only game in the series to feature creative fire. Yeah, yeah, and it's not bad. You can literally it, make a super saiyan. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. You can make like Dragon Ball Z characters. You can make a Dragon Ball Z character. You can make a Terminator. Um. You can make any of the ninjas. Fuck! I want to play this game again right now. Like, <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun game. It's really fun. Um, its story mode is a, is absurd. And um, actually, speaking of story mode, Deception and Armageddon had two of the coolest concepts for Mortal Kombat story mode ever, and that was conquest mode. Conquest in Mortal Kombat Deception is an 
this is going to sound ridiculous. It's an open world exploration game mm-hmm. where you get to basically traverse the entire Mortal Kombat universe, every like every realm basically. Nether realm, uh, Outworld, Earth realm, the Chaos realm, the Order realm, all of them, and try to basically gather the Kamidogu. Um, and you play Shujinko, and you run into like you run into everybody. You run into Scorpion hanging out in in Outworld, like after his death. You run into Shinnok in Nether realm before his resurrection. Um, you meet Bo Raicho. You meet everybody. Um, and then when you have to t- kind of go into an encounter, it switches to standard Mortal Kombat fighting. But it's fun to kind of just dick around in because you unlock a bunch of shit in there. It, you get to the, you get to live in like the Mortal Kombat universe, which I think is really cool, and they haven't done it since. Nope. And the previous game, Shaolin Monks, there was co-op, uh, local co-op. Yes. With it. And that's like that's the beauty of that game too is that you li- like all the all the environments you're in are like it's the Mortal Kombat universe like come to life um, yep. in a more detailed fashion than Deception because Deception's detail is scaled back for the sake of uh, scale. Um, but Shaolin Monks, because it functioned like a God of War clone. All the levels were these big, living, breathing uh, Mortal Kombat levels. Like, you get to run around a living forest and throw little Barakas into the, the living trees' mouths and watch them get eaten. Yeah. Um, you get to uh, fight those, like, floating druids that are in the tower in Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, I think basically every stage that's in those games you get to actually experience, like, in depth as opposed to, you know, one plane. Mm-hmm. And that game is great. Like, <laughs> and it was supposed to have a sequel where you play as Sub-Zero and uh, Scorpion. It was going to be called Mortal Kombat Fire and Ice. That's fucking awesome. It was, yeah, I mean, like, they tested it because if you beat the game, you know, I think, if you beat the game once, you unlock both Scorpion and Sub-Zero to play as, um, which is funny because they didn't change the dialogue, so, like, if you're playing as both Scorpion and Sub-Zero and there's a cutscene, one of them will go, Luke Kang, look out! Kung Lao, watch out! I think Shaolin Monks has the weirdest retcon in that, like, that the the tournament that they're all fighting in, it was just a giant brawl. It doesn't end. Yeah, it just like they just no winner. There's no winner, and it's just they all fought at once. Let's let's get this out of the way, and we're gonna talk this more when we do a lore episode of Mortal Kombat. There's no tournament. It's not a tournament. It's a it. I don't know it's, what it is. It's like a gauntlet. Yeah. There's arguably one canon tournament match. And yeah, but like, that... it's it's not a tournament because like tournaments have brackets and like organization. And, and like this, they this usually take place like, in one place. Shang Tsung sits in a chair and goes, "Today Johnny Cage is gonna fight fucking Scorpion." There, it's done. That's the match. Fight. Do it. Kill each other. And like people who lose can come back and fight again. That's not a tournament. Nope. That's. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. And it's like there's these strict rules that have to follow, you know, to to invade the realm with with the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's like there's no fucking rules to tournament. Why should there be rules to invading realms? Your it, tournament has no fucking rules. It's all an excuse to kill each other. So. That's basically yeah. It's it's we said Mortal Kombat was silly, and it is. And there's also some influence from the movies to the games. Yeah, like yes. Kano's Australian accent. And Shang Tsung's fixation on Sonya Blade. That is something I didn't pick up on. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's really pervy. 
Hey. I studied all your moves, Sean. Yes, study this. I know that move by heart. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know in World Combat X, uh, Takeda has and Kano have this exchange where, he's, where Takeda will go, I'll stab you with my knife or something like that, and, he'll, and Kano will go, that's not a knife. Oh, yes. <laughs> stupid, Johnny, and I love yeah, it. Like Johnny Cage and Goro also have excellent exchanges where... Um, I can't remember what Goro says. He's like, he's like, how do you think you can beat me? And Johnny Cage takes his sunglasses off and goes, I'm going to kick you right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, oh, he's like, I'm going to punch you in the balls or something like that. He just goes out and just directly references the movie. And I think he's like, they reference his sunglasses too. Um, I think Goro says like, what are those? He's like, sunglasses, they're pretty expensive. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> Um, I think the movie is actually we we touched on it earlier, but the movie is very okay. Annihilation is terrible. Let's just get that out of the way. Annihilation um, is still enjoyable though. Annihilation, Annihilation is funny as hell. It's yeah. so bad. And the first one's actually a watchable movie. The first one's very enjoyable, and the first one has <laughs> fight scenes that are very, 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 very good. But, I think they said the fight scene between Johnny Cage and Scorpion took like, like. I think over two weeks to film because of how complicated it was. I mean, it's better than a Street Fighter movie. God. Well, the Street Fighter movie is basically a dumb cartoon. It's stupid. It's, it's like, so Mortal bad Kombat, aside from Raul Julia. Yeah, and like the Mortal Kombat movie fight sequences are like really, really good. And I they brought that. in Robin Shu, I think, to help with the fight sequences because um, he's a Wushu uh, master, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he helped, and it was but that was supposed to be Brandon Lee. We talked about that on the Crow episode. Oh, oh boy, yeah. that is coming soon. Yes, it is. Um, but the movie was very successful. The movie made like I think the movie cost. I can't remember when it what it cost, but like when it released, I think it made double its budget back the opening weekend. Damn! And it opened it opened big. It it opened number one of the weekend. I believe it. Is. That's the power of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, um, the fans loved it, and actually during test screenings. Um, Kano didn't have his metal eye. And then after test screenings were over, kids were like, where the fuck is his eye? And they went back and fixed it. And there was, I think, more cases of, like, viewers going to test, like, test audiences going, like, this is missing, this is missing, and this is missing. And they went back and added them. Okay, uh... Just something you never hear of. I've got the information. (laughs) Uh, the budget was 18 mil. That's what I thought. I was gonna say 20 million. I thought I was in the neighborhood. The box office was one twenty two point one million. Whoa! And Holy Paul shit. Paul Anderson didn't write it; he only directed it. It was written oh, by Kevin Droney. Was Mila Jovovich in Mortal Kombat? No. Okay, good. Just um, checking. That cost eighteen million and, and made one hundred and twenty. That's insane. That's... <laughs> You, you don't see that often nowadays. No, um, that's a fuck. That's a that's a that's a blockbuster. That's what that right. is. That is that is a money printing. That's machine, a essentially. huge success. Um, I mean, it's not like it. It did make. Was it was is 120 domestically? Um, I'm not sure. I would say what was its global take? Because that's probably more interesting take. Uh, more interesting piece of information. Let me find that real quick. Oh, it. 
It did 122 uh, worldwide. Oh, well, it, mm, it did still. 70, 70 million domestically. Still, I mean, for its budget, that's ridiculous. Yeah, its uh, box office weekend was 23.2 million. Okay, so it didn't double its budget, but still made it back. Yeah, it profited first weekend basically. Um, and do you know what that competition was for uh, Mortal Kombat that that weekend? Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, no, the Babysitters Club. Wow, that's interesting. Um, that's a fun. That's a fun weekend. When you compare it to like now, like Fury Road opened up next to um, Avengers. No, what? Age of Ultron. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, Fury Road opened up next to God damn it! What's the fucking singing movie with Anna Kendrick? Lawland? No. Uh, Pitch Perfect. It opened against Pitch Perfect 2, and Pitch Perfect 2 beat it, like, by a a, a, a margin. That is... And it's depressing. explainable. It's not It's not that... When you think about it, it's like a PG-13... Uh, More people feel, could like, see... A... a PG-13 comedy out, you know, out outdid the R-rated violent action movie. Like, yeah, but one of those is actually a good movie. I never saw Pitch Perfect 2, but Pitch Perfect 1 is actually very good. Is it really? Yes, it's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, okay. I? I need. I just need to get this out of my chest because it just makes me makes my brain feel like it's gonna explode because how just how wrong it is. Uh, what was the name of the girl that was in the? Uh, it was a western movie. Came out in 07. Haley Seinfeld. What? Haley, what? What about her? Who? She was in Pitch Perfect two as a college student. And like she's forty six years old. Is that what you're saying? No, and she, pretty much, and she was in the Edge of Seventeen like a year later. Just baffling. Okay. Is this is this your my your uh, Oliver Queen's kid? Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm so con- I'm so perplexed by this issue he has. I'm just gonna gloss over it. Like. <laughs> Um, what the fuck was I even talking about? You were talking about Mad Max. Movie. We were talking about the um, movie. Um, yeah, the movie. Um, I was gonna get to the fact that, like, we got the movie with the second movie, um, and then a few years ago, we got, like, there have been rumblings for a third movie for a long time. A fucking ages. And actually, it's a, not gonna happen. I have a hysterical story about this, actually. So when I worked at the movie theater in New Jersey, um, we worked this kid who's like, everybody knows one of those people who just like they're just a fucking liar like yep like not like like not casual white lies like outrageous stupid like easily disprovable lies and this kid i can't remember his name i think it was keith i can't remember his actual name but like he he was like yeah i'm a i'm a ufc fighter no you're not um like among other things he said about then one of them he's like we were talking about the Mortal Kombat movies. I can't remember how it's brought up, but he was like, "Oh yeah, th- my brother saw that." What? Yeah, he saw it. It was great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a one-time only thing. What? I was like, "No, it didn't happen." He's like, "Oh yeah, we c- I can bring in the ticket." Oh, you can. Please do. Um, and then like after just like th- he he kept insisting that his brother saw the third Mortal Kombat movie what? in a theater in a, <laughs> in a private screening. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay, wait, I was like, wait, I was like, no, no let's 
let's break this down for a minute. <laughs> he, he claims. He okay, claims. Mortal Kombat 1 made three times his budget. And the third movie in that installment, they they had a private private screening, a private screening. Never, that they never did again. Even though even the Mortal Kombat three <laughs> on IMDb is listed as in development hell for the last like fifteen years, um, and I can't remember what it's supposed to be called. But um, it's never gonna happen. Is what it should it's, be called? It's, it didn't happen. It's, it's it's dead, and it was dead this time too. Because like this time it was like two thousand eight. I think if another Mortal Kombat movie comes out, it's gonna be a reboot. Yeah, of course it will be. Um, but anyway, like this, he he stuck to his guns for so long that like me and like ten other people in the movie theater, like we gotta fuck with him. So we printed out these fake flyers for a <laughs> for an exclusive one time only showing of Mortal Kombat three. And it said it said it said all these like weird. Co- it was like. It was like, uh, it said rated R in the bottom of the flyer. It said, this movie is not yet rated. Um, <laughs> it, 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 like, it, it, the showing was on uh, March 32nd, I believe it was, or something like that. Um, and it was just basically all these impossible things that were listed on it. And we put them up everywhere. We printed out fake tickets because we could. Um, because we worked in a movie theater, and the tickets right there. We could put up whatever we wanted on them. Um... We print out fake tickets. I think my friend made a t-shirt. He made a t-shirt with, like, I was at Mortal Kombat 3. And all I got was this dumb t-shirt. <laughs> and it went on so long. And it was so brutal that all, like, six to ten of us got pulled into the manager's office and were told, leave him alone. He's actually cracking under all this pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. He ended up quitting because we all just wouldn't stop fucking with him. <laughs> well, he kind of brought it on himself. He did bring it on himself. Look. And it was... It, he, he, he told people he had an undefeated record in the UFC. Uh, I don't know. Um, so that's the story about that. Like, the third movie hasn't happened, but we got, um, we got this short that Rebirth. came out of nowhere. Yeah, we'll talk about Rebirth for a few minutes. Um... We got this short called Rebirth that came out a few years ago that kind of, like, it just, it appeared on the internet one day. Like, yeah, there was no announcement. There was no build-up. There was no tease. Very weird. It was just this thing, and people were like, oh, is it a fan film? And then, like, Michael Jai White walks in, and you're like, what the fuck is this? It was Michael Jai White as Jax. Yeah. Was like and a, he was, Harry, like, a police chief, wasn't he? Or something like he that? Was, he was like, but this wasn't Mortal Kombat like we knew. This was a, this was a modernized... Um, well, I vaguely remember this, wasn't it? Like, they were, like, they were serial killers, not... They were serial killers instead of fighters. Yeah. And, like, um, de- it was Detective Jax and Detective Blade, played by Jerry Ryan from Star Trek. Which, mm-hmm. who, who was it? Was, was, which one was it? Which, or was it Kano that was the cannibal? No. No, it was Reptile. That was Reptile. Reptile was reimagined as a serial killer who was born with Harlequin Syndrome and lived... Uh, I think, like, the, the there's, like, a 0% survival rate with b- babies who are born with Harlequin Syndrome. It's basically, like, your your skin cells can't retain any sort of hydration or water, so they dry out. Um, and that, that's, like, I think, like, it's, like, your eyes, like, basically are, you're, you're born with your eyes, like, basically inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, your skin is red and cracked. Uh, like, babies who are born this don't survive. They, they, they reimagined him as someone who survived this and grew up to become a cannibal who would eat people to, like, sustain his own body. 
Um, Baraka was a body modification freak who had blades put into his wrists. Um, yeah, and jo- Johnny Cage, and the Johnny Cage yeah, part with Baraka. He, are... he murders Johnny Cage's apartment, and Johnny Cage is still who he is. But, like, Baraka breaks into Cage's apartment. They have a fucking awesome fight sequence. And yeah, it's Baraka cool. murders him. Um, there was a few others, too. I can't remember. But they they reimagined all these Mortal Kombat characters as modernized, like, horror move, like, like contemporary horror movie characters, basically. Because they're all horrifying, if you think about they're it. They're terrifying. They're all freaks. They, they, they stripped the silliness and kind of magic out of it and added a kind of seriousness and grittiness that's just not expected. Um, and the, you don't see who they're interviewing, but they're interviewing somebody in the shadows, and, um, at the end of it, they drop a folder in front of this dude, and it's a updated version of Cyber Sub-Zero, who's also a serial killer. I think he's an assassin. And the guy they're interviewing turns out to be, like, Scorpion, who is basically an inmate, who is gonna be their guy on the inside, and the Mortal Kombat tournament is now an underground fighting competition between killers. That's fucking rad. It is so cool. Nothing came of this. Nope, nothing. It nothing came from this. It's still the coolest thing ever. Like. We still the, got, only, the closest thing yeah. we got was uh, Legacy. Yeah, yeah Legacy. Legacy's fun. For See, here's the, well, season one of Legacy, I think, is cooler than season two because season one of Mortal Kombat Legacy was basically like it was it was a series of like, especially watch the Raiden story. Yeah, the Raiden story is one of the most creative. It, it feels more like what they're doing with Rebirth because so Mortal Kombat Legacy was basically what came out of Rebirth. It's the it's the we didn't get Rebirth, but we got these mm-hmm. and it's a series of web shorts that are based on Mortal Kombat, but not like not completely completely reimagined. Like Raiden is not he's the Thunder God, but basically on his way back down to Earth, he lands on the outskirts of a mental asylum and is. Immediate, like they're like, who the fuck are you? You must be one of our inmates. They they get him inside. They they just repeatedly sedate him and sedate him and sedate him and sedate him and sedate him to the point where he doesn't even know where he is anymore. And like he's he keeps trying to escape. He's like, no, you don't understand. Like he's like, your world is in danger. He's like, I have to go out. And they just keep drugging him, and so he can't use this like godlike power he's supposed to have because he's stuck in this fucking just this doped up human body. Um, and then I think one of the one of the uh, the inmates finally helps him out. Um. And I think he's finally able to teleport out of this place and lands in, like, um... I can't remember where he lands. But he ends up, I think, in, like, basically this rainy part of China in an alley and finds his trademark hat and puts it on and goes prepared to... to goes to the Mortal Kombat and, like, is basically leaving to go to the tournament. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Um, they give you, I believe, Kano's backstory. They give you... Sector uh, and Cyrax. They show you that. Sector and Cyrax's, like trial runs as cyber assassins. They um, also have King Jared. What? King Jared. Oh, the Adenia. The, yeah, they have an entire Adenia segment, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they have... They, 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 they also give have you... Quan Chi. Yep. I, it's been so long since I've watched them, I can't remember all of them. Um, and then season oh, two... Cool. Season two was more of a traditionalist kind of Mortal Kombat uh, retelling. It didn't really connect mm-hmm. to the first season... And I think it like it turned Liu Kang into a villain. And unfortunately, like interesting. it just it it just petered out. Like it was this series of kind of innovative Mortal Kombat uh, ideas that just kind of dissipated. Yeah, and it's because the director of all these, Kevin, uh, what? How do you pronounce that? I, I have no idea. Kevin Tankaron left to go do 
Oh god, what the fuck did he do? He went and made a <sighs> he went and made a bad dance movie. Or did. I think he made the dance movie first, then did Legacy, did. and then after that, like he just like he just disappeared. He did a sequel to the dance movie because fuck he, it. I think he just he vanished, and so did these these shorts, and it sucks because like it was probably the most creative anyone's gotten with Mortal Kombat who wasn't directly involved with the series. And they um, there was something about season two that was more or less. Like fan service, they had the actor who played Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat One. Yes, he came back to replay Shang Tsung. Yeah, and there's a funny story with Michael Jai White and the whole and Mortal Kombat because he was offered the role of Jax in the first movie and the second and and Annihilation. But he was he did he chose to do Spawn instead. Oh no! Oh boy! R.I.P. Yeah, I think he's still trying to get something done with that. Uh, with one of the two of those things. Um, and yeah, we haven't really had any Mortal Kombat live action stuff since. No movies. Uh, there was a TV show they aired in the '90s. Apparently, it's it's apparently it sucks, but it's worth watching because it's full of just like. It's lot, got lots of actors who were kind of in suits in the Mortal Kombat movies. Um, and th- I'm going to drop a trivia bomb on people right now that may blow some minds. Neither of you remember WMAC Masters, do you? No. Okay. This is going to make your brain hurt. And you can YouTube it right when we're done. WMAC Masters was basically a martial arts TV show that functioned like pro wrestling. What? It was it was full of like what looked like it looked like Mortal Kombat reject characters like Olympus and a Red Ninja and like there was literal cage matches. People had health bars. Um. Uh. And it was live. Like it was a live television taping. What? Um, why? Why, <laughs> and, why is um, this? One of the dudes from WMAC Masters was named Chris Casamassa. Chris Casamassa played Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movie. I think Chris Casamassa has also played Scorpion in like every live action rendition of Mortal Kombat ever. Yeah, and um, Rebirth and it was um I can't remember who he was. Uh, damn it, what's Ian what's Anthony Dale? Name? Yes, he's a he's a Japanese American actor, I believe. It was him. Well, like up until then, it was just this dude from fucking WMEC Masters. And he was in the show, he was in the first movie, he was in the second movie. Um, and the show, I believe, was, like, people kind of talk about it fondly because, like, it's got Kung Lao, it's got Sub-Zero, it's got Scorpion, I think it's got Serena, it's got Quan Chi, um, it's got loads of tertiary Mortal Kombat characters, um, and it's basically this, it's kind of a dumb Highlander Kung Fu-esque show um, with Mortal Kombat characters. Oh, uh... I, I I just I just I'm looking at the uh, wiki for re- the for Mortal Kombat Rebirth. The actor who play who plays Baraka. Yeah. Um. He was in B- BBS. Oh my God! What was he doing in BBS? 
He was one of the KGB guys. <sighs> of course. Oh, and by the way, WAC Masters filmed at Universal Studios Florida. Why? <laughs> <laughs> why does it, why did this exist? I don't get it. It was on UPN. I don't I don't understand oh, why. No, I'm going to show you a segment from this thing once we're done here, which wait, I think we're going to wrap up. Wait, wait, yeah, we got to wrap up. Wait, wait. I just want to see I just want to know if any guys remember this show from UPN. That was on UPN. Um, game over. Uh, yeah. uh, no, I don't, I didn't watch UPN as a child. I watched it because of, it had SmackDown on. it. I mean, that was the only reason I watched it. They um, it was sh- the premise for Game Game Over was what happens when you turn what hap- it, it, what goes on in the games when you turn them off. That sounds stupid. And they had uh, what's his face Joe from Family Guy playing the lead. Patrick Warburton was what? Yeah, yeah, he. It was a group. It was like a character from each, like a family. It was a family of character of people from like a different genre or of, of games. That sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah, it only made it. I think only one or two episodes actually aired. They. I wonder why. They. Aside from Veronica Mars and SmackDown. They just had so many failed things that they were pushing, but before, behind, or behind, or like, or before, or after one of those shows aired. Hmm. Interesting. I'm actually, you know what? I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat Conquest aired on either UPN or TNT. I can't remember. UPN, more like Utter Poop Network. Oh my God, we're done. Yeah, we gotta wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad. That's that's that was our closing joke, everybody. Yep. Um, uh, I, this was Connor McGraw. This is the Video Game Hour Mortal Kombat episode, episode twenty-five. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm kind of back on Twitter, telling people they suck. Um, I'm also, but please follow me on Instagram. That's where most of my activity is at Connor Thawne. You can follow me on, on Twitter at Con- blah, at Wester Commander. There we go. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Davenport. I'm tweeting again, but like. In a, in a hateful manner, because I hate Twitter. That's, yeah, I'm like, it's almost like a hate fuck. Yeah. I just, I'm doing it, and I'm just, I'm just going all in. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Uh, stroke God Mail, I had to think about what my Instagram name was there for a second. Dude, I'm, I'm feeling the same way. I'm fried. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Alan? You can follow me on Twitter at Unworthy Mirror. You can follow me on Instagram at Comics Boy. Uh, Come back to after you listen to this. Just keep, just keep losaro.wordpress.com in mind when E3 rolls around for Project Katana. Hmm, interesting. Shit's happening. Well, that's the show, everybody. Uh, go play some Mortal Kombat. I'm Fuck dying. X-Men. Whoa, what? What? <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Tune in next week to figure out the rest of this mystery. Bye. Fuck, Fuck Twitter. Fuck X-Men Destiny as well. <laughs>